Hello and welcome to the Kiss the Wild podcast with your host, Kristen Wright. This is the space to unpack cultural scripts, narratives, and conditioning that are keeping you from living the juiciest version of yourself. You can expect conversations and thought-provoking ideas to help you reclaim your whole self in and out of the bedroom. Let's get started. Hello, my podcast darlings. This is Kristen Wright here with you for another episode of Kiss the Wild. So thank you for being here. It's a true honor to show up and share what I'm about to share, I guess, so to speak. It's been a little while, so maybe I got to blow out the language cobwebs, but I'm really grateful to be here. And yes, today I want to talk about how to use the sensational language of your body to make life a love affair. And if you have been in my world for a little while, you will have heard me speak about this stuff before. If you're new here, definitely stay tuned. This is a lesson that I feel like is universally applicable, although I am really sharing it within the context of life and love today. But truly, I feel like it is a tool for bringing that sweetness to life, you know? And the reason this is at the forefront of my mind, the reason I want to desire, or the reason, the desire, I, oh my gosh, okay, let's start over again. The reason I'm desiring to share this with you today is because we kind of had a little scare as a family recently. My daughter fell off the monkey bars and landed sort of on her midsection on the lower stair and end up she lacerated her liver, which of course we didn't know at the time, but so she ended up in the pediatric ICU and you know, she's doing really well. It it at the end of the day, it was like the best outcome really. She seemed to heal up and is healing up quite quickly. Um, so we're very, very grateful about that. But of course, as I was in the hospital with her, lying next to her in her hospital bed, I was having some deep life chats or life, deep life thoughts, chats, chats in my mind. My mind's a very chatty place. Uh, just thinking about this kind of stuff, you know, like, thank God that she was okay. But of course, my brain was like, what if, you know, what if something were to happen to her? And I've shared about this a few times, I feel like in podcasts, I know specifically I shared about this kind of line of thought in my podcast about um, my thoughts on 2022. I think it's called like, be a fucking fiesta of life and other thoughts from 2022. Um, You know, it, and, and when I was sharing in that like podcast episode was, when I was in postpartum and I was in that space of not being able to, you know, do when I had to really slow down, I got to that place of thinking, 
you know, A, how can I make my life feel really good with limited doing? Because, of course, we have so much to unpack around doing um, as, you know, doing being the, like, standard for gaining um, acceptance or love or belonging. It's like how much I've done in a day, how much I've accomplished. Look what I've done. Now I can rest. Now I will have earned um, my pleasures. Now I've earned my place as a woman, as a mother, as a um, partner, all of those things. Um, But also there was a couple times where I thought like, if I were to go tomorrow, you know, is this how I'd want to be living my life? You know, and in many ways, that line of thinking at the start of every day is kind of like you get to die to a new version of yourself every day or get to die to a new day, um, get to die to, yeah, it's like a rebirth almost every day. Um, and so as I was laying there with my daughter, feeling like the rug was sort of pulled out from underneath us, you know, the reality of where we were and how we were living was kind of shook up. It made me think like it really helps to cut through all that noise and that mind drama into the present moment. And again, I keep arriving at this lesson and this truth that those small moments, like it feels so clear to me that those small moments are it. Those are the thing. It's the sweet, simple pleasures that make life grand, not, you know, the doing, not like the next thing that we're striving for, um, not the performing, all of those things. It's not, you know, I think so often it's like when I get like when you're younger it's like when I graduate and then when I when I graduate from college when I get that job when I marry that person when I get the dog when I have kids when I go on that trip you know then I will have achieved something that will allow me to look back on my life and feel like I've accomplished things you know and there is nothing wrong with that but if that is all we are living for I think we've missed the point. Like, I really fucking think we've missed the point. I really think it's like, can we wake up and be in our day without, like, trying to change it? Although, you know, sometimes that's necessary and also okay because maybe that we wake up in a bad mood doesn't mean our whole day is going to go bad. You know, blah, blah, blah. Um, But it's like, How can we make, how can we be in the sweetness of the small moments of our life? And can we make those sweet moments, those small moments, be the measure, you know, of how much we've lived? How much are you living right now? How much are you allowing yourself to live? And so I think that it is these sweet simple pleasures you know focusing on the sensational language of your body which is what you will have heard me talk about before if you've been in my world before you know I talk about sensational living as a way to make love to your life to make your life a love affair to yeah 
to be in the presence of it all, so that if God forbid something were to happen, it wouldn't have been like, oh man, but I was supposed to do that thing or like, I've been waiting for this to fully live, to have allowed myself to fully live. I was waiting to find the perfect partner before I allowed myself to um, experience love. You know, I was waiting to drop those 10 pounds before I allowed myself to experience the fullness of who I am, to wear that outfit, you know, blah, blah, blah. So I just, I'm going to get into it, like really. (laughs) like the part that is helpful but I I hope that you really like get this what I'm saying right maybe I should have made some more notes story of my life okay anyways this is really helpful if you're somebody who gets stuck in your head a lot like this is the thing you know if you're super busy in your life if you're going from one thing to the next orientating yourself to the sensational language of your body is the medicine If you are stuck in your head in the bedroom, like, you know what I mean? You're thinking about your grocery list. Well, you guys are doing the no pants dance off. This is the thing. So this is like the thing, the sensational living piece that is, I think, universally applicable. Um, And yeah, again, just to reiterate why I think it's so important is just that, you know, we are often so busy doing or building our lives that we forget to be in our lives. We forget to enjoy it. And, you know, when I talk about sex and intimacy, I think we're often so busy doing sex or performing sex that we forget to be in the experience of it. Like so many times, and this is maybe also the universal truth around this is that we are always looking outside of ourselves to you know make our life better to make our appearance better to make our sex lives better to make intimacy better to make you know to to have find the partner all of those things and it's like no it's actually quite simple and it's you can have these amazing ecstatic experiences in life and in love by orientating yourself to sensation truly it it is all sensation based bringing us into the present moment bringing us into clear focus out of that mind drama out of that performance out of the doing into our like being so When I talk about the sensational language of the body, I'm talking about putting your phone down, noticing what's around you, noticing the morning sun, yeah, waking up, opening the curtains, drawing them back and noticing what kind of day you have outside. I'm talking about getting that cup of coffee and really savoring that first sip. Mm. How does that taste on your tongue? How does it smell? I'm talking about getting dressed for the day and noticing, orientating yourself more than noticing probably what would feel so good on your skin? What colors like feel good to your eyes, you know, like where is the vibrancy where what like what when you look in your closet what lights you up what makes you tingle 
When you walk out the door to get in your car, are there smells in the air? Are you walking past your garden? Are there flowers, like springtime flowers, beginning to bloom? Can you take that in? When you drop your kids off at school, if you have kids, how does that embrace feel, that goodbye? Maybe you kiss them on the head. What, what is sensations in your body that are there? And if there are not feel-good sensations that are present, asking yourself, what do I need? And then, of course, also appreciating and being open and curious to whatever sensations are present in your day, good or bad. Recognizing that feeling is what makes us alive. Right? What a great place to be, you know, in our aliveness. But of course, if it feels like life is constantly hard and challenging and it feels hard to open yourself up to, you know, the expansive, tingly, like heart-opening, pleasure-filled states of being, what do you need? You know, what do you need to bring yourself there? And that's a really big question, greater than this podcast episode. (laughs) in many ways, you know, because it's like, maybe there's things to let go of, things to orientate yourself towards, things to, you know, put boundaries around, things you need to speak up and ask for, all kinds of goodies. But that's why I think like, being in the sensations of your life, the sensational experience of your body is such a great place to begin that journey, right? It's a great place to bring awareness. So to recap, sensational language of your body is when you are in your body, presently in your body, what do you see, hear, smell, touch, feel, taste? And how can we turn up the volume on those experiences? And how can we use that experience of being in our body in the sensational language, sensational living, orientating to these small moments to make our life beautiful, right? And that's the inquiry. That is the inquiry. And so when you're in your head all the time, if you're thinking about the next thing, if you're waking up with a to-do list that feels a mile long, bringing yourself back into your body again and again and again throughout the day. And that might invite a bit of slowness into your days here and there. I get it. Life is busy. It truly is. But do you think that life is really about running from one thing to the next? I don't think so. No, 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 no. So taking those small moments to take up space fully in your body, being present with what is, and turning up the volume on that feel good. Now in the bedroom, what I see again and again is that we are like a performance-based society. Sex should look a certain way, should feel a certain way, should sound a certain way. 
And if we are performing, we're missing out. And so the sensational language of your body helps you to focus on what matters in the bedroom. If you are in your head, you are not having the best sex of your life. I know that. That is also a universal truth. (laughs) So get in your body. Use this to get out of your head and into your experience. What do you feel? What do you hear? What do you see? What do you taste? What do you smell? Now, how can you turn up the volume on those experiences? How can you make what you're feeling feel that much better? How can you make touch feel that much better? How can you turn up the dial on sound that's the sounds coming from you maybe asking your partner what you need them to say when we're in performance mode and we are sounding in the bedroom we're often sounding like what we've heard in porn or on the tv um, whether that's you know movies or television shows And so connecting to what you feel and giving that a sound is a really great way to turn up the volume on sensation. So often it will help build pleasure, pleasurable sensation. So anytime your mind wants to wander in the bedroom or anytime you feel yourself getting into performance mode and you'll know that you're in performance mode when your mind is telling you like you should move this way or you should sound this way or like you should make that sound at this point or that kind of stuff, right? Like any of the shoulds or any of the ways that you're comparing yourself to like a vision in your mind, you're in performance mode come back into the sensational language of your body and so like I see this working you know obviously we're using this to make like our life and our love pop Um, but also it's like are you nervous for you know a big talk that you've got to do a presentation come into the sensational language of your body are you feeling frustrated or reactive come into the sensational language of your body and then respond so it's a way to really get attuned with your inner landscapes and the more we get to know about what's going on inside of us the more we can respond from really healthy and aligned places right also loving places and within ourselves the more we understand and know about what makes us tick as individuals the more we can have compassion for you know whatever life situation we might find ourselves in which I guess I can bring full circle to what you know sharing sort of in the mid to beginning of this around you know we're not always looking for life to be a certain way I'm not always looking for life to be beautiful or life to always feel like a love affair but I do know that our bodies are a gift And the more we can come into contact with the sensational language that lives within, we can experience the fullness of life. 
So when the sensation of grief is no longer scary, when we get to know it, we can be in the fullness of our life. We can weather the storm that much more gracefully. And if anything, we can have that experience and know that we can survive it and even feel a flavor of beauty within it. It's like a thread of humanity that weaves its way through everything. And so to go back to my most recent experience of that would be being in the hospital with my daughter and being in deep grief around her hurting herself, being in that heart achy place as a parent, but feeling the intimacy in that, the intimacy with life, the intimacy with her, you know, the tenderness around how deeply I love her um, and how beautiful that truly is to be able to love like that, even though there's grief present. So my big intention or hope that you take away from this conversation today is that your body, A, is a miraculous gift that can invite you into the sweetness of your life so that if God forbid you ever arrive in those moments where you feel like the rug is pulled out from underneath you, you haven't waited to enjoy your life. That every moment is an opportunity to enjoy your life and you have the tools for doing that now. So there you have it, my friends. Don't get so busy building your life that you forget to enjoy your life. Don't get so busy performing sex that you forget to be in the experience of it. Come back to your body again and again. Orientate yourself to what feels good. Orientate yourself to the beautiful sounds around you. Orientate yourself to the smells and sights that delight you. Get into the present moment with the people you love. Put your phone down. Really notice how it feels in your body when you hear your best friend laugh or your children laugh or when you hug your lover after a long day. Notice that sensation inside of you. Prepare a meal and sit down to really savor it. Treat yourself to something delicious and instead of feeling guilty, enjoy every last mouthful. Get outside, listen to the bird song, smell the air, play in nature. Fall in love with life's simple pleasures. I guarantee you will not regret it. All right, go forth, my friends, and report back. I love hearing from you. I would love to know how this simple lesson and tool transforms your life in and out of the bedroom. The art of sensational living is truly foundational in the coaching work I do one-on-one. It is one of the first things that we will discuss and dive into and something that I will guide you through throughout our work together. If you are curious about the work I do one-on-one, I highly encourage you to book 
a consult call with me. Here's how those 60 minutes on our call will go down. First, we will dive into what is holding you back from having the best sex and love of your life. Then we're going to explore what it is that you truly, truly want out of your love life and get clear on why that's important to you. So I wanted to share with you that it's not always what you think it is. This is why having a coach like me to guide you is so helpful. And then lastly on our call, we'll take some time to discuss the next steps that are right for you in your love life so that you walk away from the call with a better understanding about how you can start living your best life in and out of the bedroom right away. So if I were you, I wouldn't spend another minute stuck in your head going through the motions of sex or feeling frustrated with your partner or wishing you experienced more desire or longing for a relationship that will really light you up. I promise you that having the life the love, the sex that you truly desire is really a phone call away. So head to the link in the show notes to book your call. I know that you won't regret it.